She gave two lectures. Then I, I was, yes, and in the, in the mid, sometime at this time, Leonard Cottrell did a play on the, on the, on the radio, which we all listened to together, and she burnt incense to Acknowton all the time the play was on, and sat listening to it with tears pouring down her face the whole time. Mm -hmm. Imagining, you know, she always wanted to be martyred for something. She always wanted, she wanted to die. However, Whatever she was in love with, she wanted, whatever she was taking, she wanted to die for. Mm. And she was imagining herself being such a dying for Acknowton's religion. Then, and in all that time, that long, quite long stretch of, um, well, 18 months in all before I ever heard of her, I knew she had anything to do with the Nazis. Really? And as I said to you in the lesson, but then, of course, you see, I never talked politics to her. We mm. could mm. talk politics forever. But, but uh, had she gone away to Iceland anyway? She was invited to lecture in, uh, at, on Acknarton in Iceland. Oh, really? So what she and I wrote, we heard from her, and then she was all right, she gave her lectures. And in all that time, that she was on the same landing with me, and for a fortnight, Vika went into hospital, and she was working with she, and she used to sit with me while I did my sewing and do her sewing. We used to talk about that and not that it. Every, she never gave the slightest indication. She never mentioned the Nazis or Hitler or anything. Well, it was all I could mm. think of was thank God the war's over and thank God it's done. Mm. And even, I even said to her once, not knowing, I said, of course, you don't know the relief. But all oh, it's an all. Oh, I said, it may sound uh, not so very good, but the, the relief that we felt when we knew Hitler was dead. Mm. You should be saying so if you, mm. right, but you know, though, you know, of course, it was the second best suicide in history. Mm. You can't beat Cleopatra. Mm. You can't beat Cleopatra. But I always say the second best history, mm. suicide in history is Hitler and Eva. Mm. And I think Eva was enormously brave, mm. enormously brave. And in all that time, even me saying that, she never gave one indication to me that she'd any interest in it. How and that's what, I, that's what I'm about to make a point of. In all that time, we talked and you could sit there talking to me. And never once did, did she ever give me, then she went to Iceland and, she, when I never heard of Sven Hedin only vaguely, somebody said, yeah. you, uh, if somebody had said to me, have you heard of Sven Hedin? And said, oh, I know the name, who is he? Mm. He was an explorer, wasn't he? Mm. And she met him over there. Well, when she came back from Iceland, she took Sabitra to meet, I think it was of Mrs. St. Ruth. Mm. I never met Mrs. St. Ruth, I heard her spoken of. I think, I'm not quite sure, but I think it was a Mrs. St. Ruth. I could be wrong. Vika took her to meet her. No. Savitri took Vika, I think. Oh, yes, right. Anyway, Vika didn't say anything to us. I mentioned Savitri a day or so later. And she said, oh, I don't know whether I'm going to go on with Savitri. I'm not so sure I'm going to continue it. But, oh, I said, oh, for goodness sake, you've not got. I said, you haven't fallen. They did have a few ups and downs. Mm. Well, you sure always did. I said, oh, you're not going to fall out with her. I said, oh, she said, I, things I've heard I don't like. I don't, oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't care. She said, you don't care about such things. You haven't the feelings of, like, feelings about them. She wrote, she always considered me very, very small. Mm. She had to admit I'd got a little bit up to you, mm. up top. But she, like she always admitted I could write, mm. but she, um, she thought to me, I was common. Well, what was she talking about? And she said, Mrs. And she said, well, apparently she's, uh, I forget how she put it in words, but apparently she's very mixed up and very interested in the Nazis. And Mrs. St. Ruth, I gather Mrs. St. Ruth was one. I never met Mrs. St. Ruth. Mm. I never met her, so I have spoken of her, I never met her. And Mrs., I think, as I say, I think it was Mrs. St. Ruth who went to see, I could have been wrong. Mm. But anyway, the person they went to see assumed that Vika was one of them and talked to her and the truth came out. Mm. 
and preaching nearly had a fit. What was said, I don't know. Do you know where this was? Huh? I told you I don't. I don't. Do you know where, where, where this, this was? What district? Yes. No, I don't. No, right. Well, I had no, particular, no. They had no call to be particularly interested. No. They just gone to me. But Vika was now rather Vika's disconcerted dead. by this. Huh? Vika was disconcerted by this. Vika was horrified. Vika was horrified. She was. After all, she'd been in the arts. She'd been in the arts, and she was a violent anti-communist. Yes. And she didn't like. Well, I mean, I, 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 I didn't. Oh, I was so thankful. I was so thankful the war was over. For some extraordinary reason, I was never called up. But I went through six years of terror. Do you think this visit was before she went to Iceland or afterwards? Because I thought she. Because I understood she was in Iceland quite some time. Oh, she was only some for several months. I understood she was well, there for, uh, until the end of 1947. She might have been. Okay. Uh, I've said I was 18 months. I knew to reach for 18 months before I knew she was a Nazi. Right. But if she, if you'd met her, I mean, I'm just trying to think, if she went to Iceland in November 46 and didn't come back until later on in 1947, then obviously you saw her quite a lot after she'd come back. Oh, yes, yes, right. yes. Yeah. Oh, she wrote, and she wrote letters, which yes. we did. She and I, she was Richard's friend then. When, when did she join the Ra Rangopal's company, for instance? Well, that was uh, when she came back, I think, but as far as I can remember, when she came back, I'm coming to that. Yeah. But Vita wouldn't, she said, she said, oh, you, stop, you, you wouldn't understand. And I thought, oh, my God, I thought, oh, it's too good to be true. Trust is, I thought, and I was real. I mean, I, it was to be true. Knowing Savitri and getting interested in other things, for the first time for nine, for six years, my heartache about Iva lifted because I used mm. to sit sometimes, I used to cry myself to sleep at night and, 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 and I, it was making me, it made me a different person, it gave me something to live for. Yes. I'm, I'm so grateful to her for that. And I said, oh well, I said anyway, I said, I still, I'm sorry, I can't, uh, I can't let it make any difference. I still like her. I, I like her company. I find her a very interesting person. And after all, it's her own conscience. Mm. But I must say, I was a bit shaken. Mm. Her own conscience, you know, just, maybe just after the war. And I said, I, I thought, well, I'm not going to let it make any difference. Mm. And I told one friend of mine, he said, if I were you, I should drop her like a hot brick. Mm. I said, no, I can't. I'm not going to do that. I like her too much. Mm. Well, of course, she spoke frankly. They had a bit of an explosion about it, and Vika decided she could swallow it. Like the children. She was such a likable woman. Mm. Swallow it about the, And then Savita said, well, you can't expect me. I said, well, you know, you can't, Muriel, you can't expect me to talk about it. How could I possibly talk about it? And you're just coming to England. I said, well, you couldn't. She said, you couldn't expect me to talk about it, could mm. you? And she made out, to, to, to Emily, she made out that when she was talking about Agnarton and crying for Agnarton and doing, she was really talking about Hitler. Mm. Well, I don't think so. I think she was she, but how she managed to, to equate the two of them, I don't know. And the Genghis Khan business, I've never understood. You know what you think about mm. Genghis Khan? I mean, I couldn't care less about Genghis Khan. Mm. I never seen what was to get excited about. Mm -hmm. They're all so damn lovely, anyway. <laughs> but I mean, I read it with the But mm. she made out that she was substituting Akhenaten for Hitler. Mm. Hitler. Well, I don't know. I don't mm. know. She's either kidding herself or blossoming it over. Anyway, mm. I said, well, you have your own opinions. I'm not going to let it make any difference to me. Mm -hmm. I've never, I've, I don't want any, any, I've never made any trouble. I, I go, every time I see a German, I don't want to kill them, anything like that. I mean, they say, a people are people to me. And that's what was my attitude. And the war's over, thank goodness, so what? Mm. And I swallowed it. But I must say, it was rather inconvenient. Mm. And then, now she went to, now where are we? She, that was, she's back from Iceland. Then she got very hard up her husband, uh, I think Mukherjee, at some time in all this, Mukherjee had lost his job. Mm. And he was very happy. They never lived together comfortably.
Although they were very good friends and wrote marvellous letters, because they were both of them so against noise, when they were in the same flat together, they got on each other's nerves. Really? With noise. You know, everything must be quiet, you know. And all that. But, they, but they got on they got on wonderfully when they were apart. And I say, I believe that it was a marriage where they, a marriage of minds. Hmm. I, re I believe it. Well, did she speak much of him? Oh, yes. She spoke very well of him. She thought she liked him. She spoke to but, I mean, uh, didn't it seem rather strange to you that she was living so far away from her husband the whole time? No, because they, they felt they, 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 they went about to live their own lives. Mm. No, I, I, I thought it was all rather sensible. Mm. But oh, she was quite fond of him. And she nursed him in his last illness. you come to that. Yeah, I've come to that. Anyway, we accepted it. And then she was, she wanted to, she, when she got married, in the days of the Raj, she accidentally acquired British nationality by marrying Mukherjee. Yes. She didn't mind being having a British passport, she was quite happy with her Greek one. Mm. When she was 18, to go back a little, apparently in those days, I don't know if it still happens, but when in France, I gather, when you were 18, if you wanted to change your nationality, you could. Mm. And her husband, her father, being Greek and naturalized French. She got her head full of ancient Greece at the time. Right. She went to Greek Greece with her mother mm. several times. It was a very, very funny story about it. And she decided she wanted to be Greek. Mm. And she was advised not to take her degrees in, 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 I think she took all her degrees in Athens. Mm -hmm. She was advised not to take it. She wouldn't do it well, but she wanted to be Greek. And she went to Greece and she took to wearing Greek costumes. She even wore that horrible costume. And um, she decided when she was 18 that she wanted to be Greek and she took Greek nationality. So she had a Greek passport, then she married a British Indian in the days of the Raj and accidentally became British. Mm -hmm. So when I knew her, she had a British passport. Mm -hmm. And so then then she went, now, now, now we... we she, she went, then she went to work for Ram Gopal. Mm -hmm. She went to work for Ram, now it's something, she went to work for Ram Gopal sometime in 1947, because I, I got the idea for the story of the distance. I said, I want to write a book about people, but I couldn't get a plot to save my life. Mm -hmm. And then one day, the plot just walked into my mind, and I, I don't know whether you had this up, they you do write it, you write fiction at all. No, for sure. But you see, you watch, you just, it tunes in and you just listen to the text, you just mm. listen to it. Mm. I watch it, I can even see it on the screen. Mm -hmm. And I just listen to what they say, and let it down, and listen to the conversation, and mm. that's why I get an enormous first draft to have to cut through it. And I, the whole story suddenly came right into my mind, and I just listened to it. And that was on the vigil, the, the day before mm -hmm. Greek Independence Day. Yes. March the 24th, uh, 1947. Mm -hmm. So she must have been around 1947, mm -hmm. working for Ram Gopal in 1947. I don't remember just were out the, dip, the length of time from Iceland, mm -hmm. but she was hard off, she knew Ram Gopal, he came to England, we're doing this series of for shows, mm -hmm. she went to see him and he gave her a job and she worked as his wardrobe, dresser and wardrobe mistress for a while. Was he normally based in India then? Well, uh, I think based in India, but yeah. he spent a lot of time in England, he did have a play, I visited him when he in England, mm -hmm. he was a nice man, and uh, she, um, now where am I? And I, I said to Rika over the day, I said, oh, I talked to her this hour. I said, I was going, trying to get the pl a plot. Rika was very good. She went to the London Library, which in those days I couldn't afford to join. And she went to the London Library and brought me back all the volumes of Evans Palace of Minos, which was very good. But on the other hand, I'd helped her with Aknauten. Mm. So she did that for me, yeah. and I read the whole, you know, Evans Palace of Minas, enormous. Yes. Well, I have read every word of it, drains and all. Mm. The whole thing. I only wish I had, I only wish I owned it. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of books about people, I wish I had Evans.
strange at all. And, uh, anyway, uh, that was in my March. 1940, Greek independent, vigil of Greek independence day, 1947, and I'll never forget that day. And I said to Peter, oh, I've got the idea for the Cretans, the, the Minoan story. Mm -hmm. And I told her, we were, and that night, we were going to see Yoram Gopal's show, he'd given us a couple of seats, and so Peter was working for him. And I this is very interesting, he says. And I, and I told Vita the rough outline of the story, mm -hmm. which at the time was going to have a very sad ending. I gave it a happy ending in the end, because I couldn't bear to part and kill off my characters. Mm -hmm. But the basics are there. The basic story mm -hmm. is there, and I haven't even got names for the people, because the script wasn't deciphered then. Mm -hmm. No, I haven't even got names, but I've got the story. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, that sounds good, that's very good. We're a very good friend at the time. And she was always very honest about my writing. Mm -hmm. So she said, that sounds, that sounds excellent, Ex that sounds ex lovely. Then we got ready, a little later, went together across the road to the Shepherd Theatre, which Prince was in, mm -hmm. to see Ram Gopal. Mm -hmm. And we were to go into his dressing room afterwards. And he, we came into the room and I was introduced to him. We could have met him already, of course, he was up to the next room. And after a moment, he says, after the views you allowed you to do, and he gave me a, some nice sweet he was eating one of you, you were in Greece. And so he said, told me he was saying he had this psychic gift 700 years ago in Crete. You know what I mean, don't you? I said, yeah, and Vita said, oh, Crete! And Sarita said, oh, she's very interested in Crete. I said, yes, I know what you mean. I said, yes, I know what you mean, but I said, I don't think you've, I think, don't think you've got the data. It's long, it's, uh, more than 700 years. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, well, he said, don't forget it. I'm very, very bad at figures. I cannot get figures. It probably is. He said, I'm very unreliable when it comes to figures mm -hmm. and time. He said, but you know what I mean? You were in Crete. You were a sacrifice there. You were killed. You were killed on a, you were not killed under a roof. You were killed in a high, in a place in the, a high, high place in the open air. Mm. You were not killed under a roof. Mm. You know what I mean? I said, yes. <gasps> Well, she pretended after she wasn't impressed, but she was like, and they both stood chap fallen. And I thought, oh, this is the most wonderful thing that would be. So she said, oh, she said, you, did, did, did you get as far with the distance where Thanasa went against the bull? I'm sorry? Did you get, when you read the distance, did you get up to where Thanasa went against the bull, in the bull ring? No, no. Because she made, she upset me, the, the, the lorigators. No. And she was sent to the boring. No. And she just escaped me and she just escaped me and got killed. No. And she did without meaning to. She did the most, uh, hand struck cotton and she did the most wonderful leap mm. without meaning to. She was slung over and she was nearly killed. Mm -hmm. She escaped. But he said, you, you were, you were killed there. You were killed. You were killed there. You were killed. You were sacrificed. And she said, oh, she said, you ran from that thing, didn't you? But it got you in there, because in the end, it was, I read it intended, in the end, that it did get her, but I changed my mind. And he said, then afterwards, you came back later, and you killed the man who made you do it. You know what I mean, don't you? I thought, well, because I haven't got as far as that now. It's only recently, this year, this, I've, got, I've, I've got the ending for the third story. So you were very impressed by Rangapur's oh, psychic gift. Well, I mean that, mm. was what we wonder. Mind you, it may not have been psychic, it may simply have been telepathy. Mm. Because I'd been talking about it to Vika all afternoon, mm. and my head was full of it. That's right. So it was just on the very likely telepathy. Mm. But it was still remarkable. Mm. We were to admit it, and to Vita was most impressed. So anyway, I started to write, it took me 14 years to write the book, or in between other things, and I did it in the end.
and uh, put add it, you could much bigger than it fits it. But my original draft was a thousand pages, but that's ours. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I swiped it. And they made me cut out some of it that everybody says should have been kept in, and I'm still, I still, I still sorry about that. Anyway, wasn't that remarkable? Mm. Anyway, she worked for her, she was the world's worst warden, but she used to get... She travelled with the company. She, she, well, she was in, they were talking about London and travelling over Scotland in England. Scotland, yes. Oh, and she, I mean, she was in, and when they would get the get-out, as we call it, the get-out from the Trash Ashbury, I, I, I went round to help her, she was in such a state. She used to get a thick side hysterical, well, you know, the, you know, she could you know, get into a real Greek flap. Mm. Flap, you know. And she was a great banger on, and nothing to do with Greek, but you know, the great bangers on the mm. table, and she was a, I would, I would do something, I would do something, I spent a whoosh, scattered from, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> you know, if you have the, the, but, anyway, I went, she was in at Murray's, and I said, I'll come round, shall I come round and help you with the get out? Mm. So I went round and helped her with very easy get out because it's mostly folding. Mm. It's me being technical. Mm. Anyway, what's the get out? Well, get, getting packing the show, packing the show, and moving on to the next right. date. Yeah, we've got the get out, getting and the get out. And it's only a matter of putting uh, folding things and putting them into baskets and care for the headdresses. Mm. But anyway, well, I won't uh, digress. And she's in the middle of the get-out, she's sitting down crying, and what's going on? I want the whole world to be out of bond! I do not care, I do not care, I do not worry me now about this! I want the whole world to be out of bond, I do not care! And in the middle of it, well, I've ended by me doing most of the get-out, anyway, we got the show up, and Ron says, And anyway, 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 we got through, and I don't know what you'd have done without me, for mm. myself. And, uh, then... How long did this job last? Well, a few months. <laughs> I don't remember how, I don't remember how they, how it broke up in the end, but... Yeah. She told me, but she said to me, working for somebody is very different from knowing them as a friend. I said, yes, that's what I found out. But I found out we to work for either. But, um... Anyway, I don't know how, whether she got far off or whether it faded out, whether he went back to... But he was in England for quite a long time, because I went to see him several... twice. He invited me to tea, forgot he'd invited me, came down the stairs dressed as Krishna, peacock feather and everything. Oh, I cannot see you now, I am having a photo call, and he forgot me to invite me to tea. Because that's typical, mm. typical star behaviour. Mm. And he invited me again, and we had a very pleasant talk. Mm. But he said, I, I said, you, you, and I asked his permission, when I was publishing this, and said, have I your permission, in interviews, to tell them about you reading my, you know, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. He said, oh yes, most certainly. Oh, he said, that is true. He said, wherever you go, the bull is always with you. Mm. The bull. The bull is the bull is always there. He said, whenever, whenever, wherever you are, the bull is always there. And it was published, going to be published in October, 1964, and they postponed it. They didn't want it lost in the Christmas rush. They mm. tried to make this bit of a special of it. It was published in 65. Hutchinson's. And then, I always thought it Hutchinson's. It was published in 65. Yes. Yes. Well, they decided to, they decided to publish it in Nine, May 1965, and they published me under the sign of Taurus, mm, mm. which are rather significant. That yes, came out under the sign of Taurus. Yes. And anyway, so now, now where are we now? She went, now where did she go from there? Where was Sumitri Devi staying when she was travelling? Well, did she have any, did, did she keep any digs in London when she was travelling? Oh, no, 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 she could have come back to meet her, I suppose, in one Right. No, we, we don't <coughs> Well, I suppose she did, like all, all of us did in those days. We just stayed in theatrical digs. Yes. But they were practicing, I'm just wondering... So what, what's the next thing you can remember, then? That's what I'm trying to say. Now, what happened after that? I can't remember how she left Rome, but... She was travelling, she she made these propaganda visits to Germany, didn't she? She went, now, that's yes, now she went to Germany and got herself pinched. Yes. 
to tell no no it means to know it isn't conspicuous I think. Did she did do do you remember her at Christmas nineteen forty eight? Well I well I, I where she was. Well, she'd already been. She went I to Germany. I can't remember whether she, she was in England. Or she, not. she was distributing these leaflets in Germany in 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 June forty-eight. Oh, she was a floodblood. The floodblood. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yes, and then she did that again in September through to December, and then she came back to England then. And I wondered if you if if you you know she stayed with you then. I can't remember what she did in nineteen forty-eight. It couldn't have been anything great. Anyway, she got she got nicked as you say in February forty-nine. You, you, you all you you've got it all in defiance. Yes. She went and, and she met this young man, and they, yeah. in the, yeah. and they were too damn noisy. Yeah. They were too damn noisy to speak us, and they got overheard. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. And there she found them. You, well, you know, she's got it, she's put the whole thing in the, yes. So Vitri, uh, Vitri came to me, we were going to a show, some show, to the band, we the ballet together, and she came into the theatre just after me, and she said, I've had a letter from Savitri. She's inside. I said, oh, didn't we expect it? Because when she went into Germany without to write any papers or anything, you know, mm. she, she, she thought she was clever enough. She travelled about so much, she was clever enough to do it. And she might have done it, she hadn't been so... Only I noticed her, she got this young man and she got noisy. Mm. Because she could be noisy. And, uh, the, um, She's inside and said, oh, we didn't we expect it? Well, and then she wrote to us, and I wrote to us, you know all about this. Mm. And then Vika and I had this blazing row. And uh, I wrote a lot of long letters to her, and she wrote them. And she was able to write on the other side of Vika's letters and smuggle her gold, part of gold in the furnace out on them, which was very clever of her. Mm. But she couldn't read my letters because I wrote on both sides of the paper. Right. So you know, I mean, you know, she told it best, you know, mm. she's got the whole. And then, of course, this was going to be five years. Mm. Mukherjee spoke up for her somehow. Anything, and I think he put it, she was very annoyed about it. Mm. But he more or less uh, represented that she was so eccentric she didn't know what she was doing. Mm. I think he just let them think she was a bit slightly dotting. Mm. It was a good idea. Mm. He was no fool. Mm. I'd like to have met him. I never met him, but he, he mm. sounded a sensible man. And, uh, and suddenly, as you know from the fine, she got, uh, suddenly she was all right. Mm. But she had to go and live with her mother. Mm. She went to France. Uh, she went to France. Her mother, yeah. for whom she was on very bad terms, but her mother took her in very well. Yes. Nice. Their mother was very, it was very, had a very sensible attitude to it, but tolerant, really. Yes. But then, of course, Vita went to see, went to France, see, to more money than me. Then in 1950, I went, my first visit abroad, I went to France and stayed with them, her and a friend of hers, for a month. And I had a month in France. When was that? 1950. Or autumn. Autumn. Autumn 1950. And I had a my first trip to France, and I did a month on fifty pounds, and, and managed to do it on fifty pounds. Mm -hmm. Wonderful! And you day. stayed mostly at Lyon. Uh, I stayed in Lyon. A friend of a friend, and a half English friend of uh, hers in Lyon, an old friend, and a half English, half French. First spot were very nice. Sat mm -hmm. on an Indian reclining chair, mm -hmm. and gave her about two hundred francs for it. You would take any more. It was mm -hmm. wonderful. Bought her present. We used to go to Sabitri's mother, and we used to have most of our meals there, so mm. I got to know Sabitri's mother, and I liked her. Mm. How old was she then? Oh, in her eighties. Really? Thin, mm. little, wiry woman. She mm. was. Well, she must be in her eighties. But she spoke English, obviously. Oh, oh she did. Yeah. Yeah. But she'd acquired a French accent over the years. Yeah. See, I liked. I liked her. I like that. I wish I could remember a Christian name. And her surname wasn't that, but I, I wish I could remember a Christian name. Mm. But I can't. But I used to call her, I, I don't know, I, I used to call her Madam, 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 Madam. Usually, when I, I usually call French people Madam, French lady people Madam. Madam and uh, in the when was over there, and Greek ladies, Kyria, and mm. Italian Signora, it works mm. best. Mm. But, um, 
they, anyway, had a wonderful time, a first trip abroad, and it was a wonderful, wonderful time, enjoyed every second of it. Came back to Stone Lighter, which was always nice, mm-hmm. because I had so little, I had to practically live on bread and olives, but it was nice. And, uh, then she said she was going, she was going to try and get, you know, she had a job to get her passport back after the, uh, the German business. Yes. And her passport ran out, she said, I'm going to try and get my Greek nationality back. Mm-hmm. And she was trying that when I was in France with her. Right. Um, uh, she was trying, and she was going to receive for some, she was going to see somebody, I forget who, in Rome, who might be able to help her. Mm-hmm. And she was going to Rome, and she said to me, why do you, I, why don't you come to Rome? I said, oh, I can't, I don't, I can't afford. But she said, I'll tell you what you can do, you can go to Nice, come to Nice, and stay at Nice tonight or so, and then you will have been to the south of France. I said, I'd like to go there, because my godmother used to live there. So I went as far with the, on the train as Nice, mm. and had a couple of days at Nice and Cannes and Monte Carlo. Was so it the Sicilian Reel from 1950? 1950. Mm. No, no. No, no, was it? Yes, 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 it was from 1950. And Sarita went on to Rome, and I don't know how well she did with the, whoever it was she went to see, but she was an awful long time getting her passport, but she said, when I, a little later, and she we said, well, I used to write great long letters, screaming long letters to her. And when, when, a little while she said, I'm going to, when I get my passport, my Greek passport back, she said, I don't mind, I don't mind being British. She said, but after all, I want to be Greek, and I mean, it's in she thought it would be better if she had another passport. Eventually she did. When I get my passport back, I'm going to Greece. Why don't you come with me? Originally, she asked Rita to go with her, Rita didn't want to, and I was furious when I found out anybody goes to Rita, I could. Anyway, she, she didn't, and then Rita tried, just to digress for a moment, tried to spoil it for me. She used to take spiteful things, you know, she, 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 she could, she, she saw a chance, what she used to call having a hold on people. Mm. And she said, you know, she's only taking you, you be careful what she puts in your luggage. Don't you ask her, ask her to take you something to see. Oh, and wherever she went, we had this fucking great briefcase, bigger than that stuffed bag of mine there, mm. full of nothing but Nazi propaganda and mm. now everything, and dare not let it out of her hands. And always was a feeling, my God, suppose somebody gets hold of that bag, and letters mm. and things, and... Everything, everything in the world, every, every children, what I've quoted up I want to show you, of her writing, in the outline on the grass, right? And, um, she said, and she said, don't let her smuggle anything into your, into your luggage. I said, oh, but she, you're so soft, you'd do it. So I wrote to reach it, to reach her and told her. I said, I know you're not going to do it, but I said, I'm just going to tell you what Mika says. She, she said, as though I would ask you, she said, don't worry about that, I'm not going to do anything of that kind. But what she took with her, when we went, eventually she got her passport, and the Greek authorities, as she was married in a Hindu, she had a Hindu You've gone back to England, though, in the meantime. Huh? You've gone back to England from Nice. Oh, Lord, I was only two days. Yes, I had a yes, month in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was all in correspondence. Yes, it's all, oh, yes, all in, all in correspondence. And, uh, the Greek authorities, because she had a Hindu match, she was married on a Hindu ceremony. She had a, a red sari and all the rest of it. Whether she drank the five, was it? The five gifts, I don't know. You know what the five gifts are, I presume. Well, I don't know whether she went that far, but she had a Hindu ceremony. And, um, because it was not a Christian ceremony, the Greek authorities would not recognize that she was legally married. Mm. So she had to revert, on her Greek passport, she had to revert to being Maximiani Protest. So she said, I've got my passport, by the way, she said, don't think I'm doing anything silly, I'm between there, I'm Maximiani Protest. I'm not, I said, that is a legal passport, isn't it? I don't want to be with you when you're finished. Mm. No, she said, absolutely, you don't need to worry about anything, but they mm. don't admit that I'm married. Mm. So she said, now suddenly I'm Miss Portas. I do not care, I do not care. We went to Greece together, 
deck passage. What, what boat? On, uh, in February, 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 February 1953. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Where did you meet? Well, we, we went from, we went from, uh, that's did I, oh, I went to, I went to, I went to Greece, I went to Lyon, I went to Lyon. You went to Lyon again, and you sailed from Marseille. And then, and then we went, what? To, from Marseille. We went from, oh, by coach across France, which was lovely. Yes. To, to, to and, and then we went to Marseille, yeah. to Paris. Oh, paradise, paradise. And we, had to spend one night in Marseille with a Greek friend of hers. Mm. And when we were looking, and they lived in Toulon. Mm. And when we were going to Toulon, we walked to this part of the way. There was an awful lot of North Africans about there. And she, every, course, said North Africans to her were everything that was villainous. Mm. North African coming along, she was paralyzed with pride. Of course, in those days I was tall, upright, I was five inches taller. And I could, I could outwalk anything. She said, oh, oh, I am glad I am with you. She was a little woman. Yes. I am glad I am with you. They will think twice before attacking us because you are so big. Oh, oh, look at me. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, I hate you. Oh, I can't bear these men. I can't bear them. I can't bear them. I can't bear them. And she was terrified all the way to Toulon like that. Mm. Every North African. Mm. Then we got on the boat and she didn't, she was took exception to this harmless young Jew. She <laughs> wouldn't have hurt, nice young man who wouldn't have hurt. Why? Mm. And they were all sitting, he and the nuns, were sitting on the deck singing Opera, Opera de Mont all things Opera de Mont mm. So she said, yeah, not a very suitable song. Not a very suitable song was Christian. They're there all singing pretty my blonde together. It was very nice. But she didn't like it. And now this is what, this, this is the kind of thing she did. She, she had a terrible admiration for the Spartans. Mm. You know, she thought they were absolutely, well, I've got no time. They make it, making themselves, making themselves miserable for no purpose. Mm. Yeah, but she, she saw them, you know, the little boys bathing, bathing in the Eurotas, oh, wonderful, I see poor shivering little beggars wanted to go home. Mm. But, um, she, she travelled, all that travelling she'd done, you can see, she travelled in places I didn't know she'd been to. She had absolutely no comforts and no little things to if you travel rough you can ameliorate it. Now I was my first deck passage, my first rough travel and we went oh, on the we slept on the after deck, on the top deck, not down below but on in bunks, in bunks and you can imagine the can you imagine the wind, the draft even in the Mediterranean free Now I took a little paraffin stove with me, a little kettle I thought I should have bought a kit somehow. I must have had two hot water bottles, I want for a hot water bottle, and a, a heavy, big heavy coat that I thought, I could, and a travelling rug, I thought mm. I'd come at She's nothing young in the travelling rug, she had to cook, and she was one of those people who was permanently cold, her hand raw and icy cold and hot. She said, I have frog's blood. Mm. I am always, but she'd sit. Shivering that. She said, don't take any notes on me, I'm always cold. I've never, I do not know what it is to be warm. Mm. I have frog's blood. And she ne she was always fasting in honour of something or other. Mm. Oh, really, I don't want any food today, I'm fasting in honour. I used to call it fasting in honour of the sixty glorious chunderbuggers of Pickle Trenton. Mm. Well, she said, I told her, I said, well, oh, you're fasting in honour of the sixty glorious chunderbuggers of Pickle Trenton. Who are the chunterbuggers of Piddle Trentide? I have never heard of them. <laughs> so, um, anyway, there she is lying in this bunk on the, on the, on the after deck. Mm. With the, you know, and you can imagine the ship going, there's a wind coming, coming and the white spray going on behind and all that. I was all I could think of was, oh, I'm going to Greece, I'm going to Greece, I'm going to Greece. But I went into the wash place and, Boil the kettle in the basin on the sailor's song and tap me and didn't say anything. And I filled a hot water bottle. And I must have bought a one for there she oh like this one. 
martyrdom, you know, you're in mm. You notice? Mm. Half of the one, half of the one to be martyred, and the other half frightened to death. Did you notice that mm. running through? Mm. Defiance. Mm. Ah, they are going to crush my hands to pieces, but I am glad, but I am sorry. Mm. You know, you see, there's an element runs through that, of course, just after the war. There's an element runs through defiance, what I call dotted education. Mm. He's not quite, you know, he's not quite all sometimes, mm. he's over the top. Mm. Which makes it a very fascinating read. Mm. I've read Pilgrimage. Yes. Well, I like Pilgrimage. Yes. Now, they are readable. Mm. I think they could be published, you know, now. Mm. You might just, they might just get away and put them openly. Mm. You used to sell them at the Nazi place in the, the bomb place that got raided. For what? The place that got raided. Oh, yeah. Raided. Well, she heard when it was raided. I'm not, I don't think so. No. No, 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 no. I went, I've been there twice, and my mother persuaded me into it, and I got to overheard a lot of somebody wanted to hear, and hear on one occasion. But nothing happened, thank God. So how long did you stay in Greece with her? I stayed in Greece for seven weeks, and I mm. spent fifty pounds. Mm. My friend Marika Velodio, who didn't like Hitler, she was half German, part German, but she didn't like Hitler, but again, got us up, and for nothing, she didn't charge me, she said, keep quiet and don't be any trouble and keep out of my way and you're welcome. Mm. And I used to wake up in the morning with a, and see through the window the sunshine on the Acropolis, it was wonderful. And she went to working as a guide, she worked as a guide for a while, the Marita used to be. And of course I, well of course I had the time, absolute time of my life, and it was the, and it was the first time I'd been really happy for years. And that cost me fifty pounds, I managed to make fifty pounds last seven weeks in Greece. Because mm. I didn't have to pay dicks. No. Then I went to Crete. Where did you stay? With the Marika. Yes. Marika. Well I went with lovely house. This was an old friend of Savitri's. Savitri's old friend, Marika Valoria, was a girl friend. Mm. She fell out with her in the end because Mika didn't like cats. Right. She had had one dead to me. There, 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 was this in Athens? Athens. Yes. Yes, on the slopes of Nicomessus. Yes. And what do I see? What was her name? Marita Velodio. How do you spell Velodio? V-E-L-O-U-D-I-O-U. And if you like, I'll do it in Greek for you. Can you write me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I apologize. That's all right. Right. I mean, so many people say, yes, well, um, well, I might, I might ask some government to spell it. I, I know a very, a very little Greek. I know a very little Greek. I know I can read the letters. This was in the run-up to her going to Germany on pilgrimage, wasn't it, really? Yes, she went after that. Oh, she was free to go to Germany, would you? Oh, you all right, yes. she didn't have any trouble. No. Then she went. So. Oh, you know, when she was working as a teacher in France, she used to go to Berkshire's Garden for her holidays when she was a bench. You know, she was kept out of Germany for five years. Yes. Then she went back like a bullet. So, um, after the seven weeks in Greece, you went back to England. I went back to England. And, and she was Savitri, working as a guide. And Savitri was working as a guide in, in ah, Greece. But then she went to Germany. Right later she went to Germany. Then I went in, in 1962. One. Well, when did your friend next see her again? Well, I can't remember just when, but she came... Did you see her uh, before she went back to India? Because she went back to India in, in spring 1957. Oh, you remember, yes. Now that was so did you see her during the 50s, after you'd been in Greece together? Uh, 1953. I'm not quite sure when we met again. 
She knew she was away for a long time, and I used to write a great So do you think you probably met when she was back teaching in France, having come back Well, I didn't go to France again. No, no, you, 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 what I'm saying is you saw her again when she came to London in the Easter holidays of 1961. Probably, yes, and then I went, I went, I went, she, I went to Greece again in 1961. What time? Oh, she came, yes, she came to see me in between. I couldn't tell you the date, but in between, just a long time ago, because she said, well, are you coming to Hellas again with me? Are you coming back to Hellas? I said, and in the meantime, I'd had a, because while I was writing The Distance, mm. Mary Reynolds published The King Must Die, which mm. of course was the old time banging success. Mm. And I was so jealous, mm. I could have, I, I could have killed her. Mm. And I thought it had, Ditched me forever. As a matter of fact, it wasn't. It was a hell. Mm. And Mary Reynolds came in the most beautiful write-up in the South African Sunday Times. Talked about coals of fire. Mm. She gave me a write-up like that. Mm. And uh, and when she died some several years ago, I felt quite sorry. We never corresponded, but mm. I felt quite. I got over it, and it taught me more. My feelings were so violent. If I hadn't had that violent feeling, I'd never have made the distance for good at the end, mm. where Thanasa nearly ruined everything with her jealousy. Did, did Sumitri Devi uh, reappear then, around about this time? She reappeared sometime in between, before I went to Greece in 1961, but I can't tell you the date. You don't have any recall of her going back to India? I do, she went, she went to, I don't know when she went to India. 57. 57. I wanted to ask you why she went back to India. Oh, I wouldn't know. Hmm. I wouldn't know. Oh, I could be. It could be she was getting too old to teach in German. In, in, you, 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 in India, you can teach when you're dropping, you know, don't care if you're home. I think that was probably later. I think that was at well, the later. end of the sixties. Yes. Because she wouldn't give her a job in England. No, I think that would have been at the end of, I think yeah. that would have been at the end of the sixties. I think she, it was. Because she was born in 1905. She wouldn't yeah. really have been a retiring no. age until about 1970. But when she was retiring yeah. age, they didn't want to know, so she went to India then, I know. Because well, look, why don't we come up to date? Tell me more about 1961. Well, now I'm just, I'm doing. Yeah. And we went, and then she said, are you coming again? I said, well, I don't know, I don't know, and I feel so upset of you. you can, I decided to come, glad I did. And that time I stayed in Greece for six weeks. No. Six and a half. Again in Athens. In Athens, yeah. again in Athens, and went to Crete again. Was this in the spring? That was in summer. Well, summer. this was in midsummer, and yeah. was it hot? Right. Was it hot? And, uh, no, so I had another good stretch in Greece. Did you know, hear anything about her contacts with Andrew Fontaine? I never heard the name, to my, I never recollect the name. Now, one thing was she in touch with the, with the British Nazis in 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 the spring? Oh, she was full of British Nazis. But I never, you see, I I always felt the less I knew about it, the better. Yeah. Now, just one thing I I was going to tell you about her first trip to Greece. I must put this in. She painted. Eureka mm. said, "Don't let us put anything in your laboratory." She painted a very very. You know, she could draw reasonably. You know, there are copies of the of the, the Defiance and Pilgrimage. She drew those covers by hand herself. The cover, you know that cover of us? No, no, it's not. Well, I'll show, I'll show it you. Uh, mm. I'll show you. We must get, we must get it for a top. We must get a time for this. I, I'm sure it better be quick. No, she, I see her. When did she you... She had this portrait. Yes. About great, about big enough to get into a suitcase. Very, very good portrait of Hitler, and it was good, painted from a photograph. Mm. She was not a brilliant artist. And she painted it? She painted it. And she really, it was a really good likeness. She even got the blazing fanatic, she even got mm. the fanatical eyes. It was a very, very good likeness. And I said, you are, are you taking that? You're looking, you're not, oh, I said, oh, God, I do hope they don't draw, I do hope they do. What harm can a picture of the Fury do? I said, no harm, but I said, what will they think? Oh, my God. I said, well, you keep it out and keep it away from my son, won't you? But if you, if, if you're that found in the custom, you understand, I know absolutely nothing about it. And mm. I can stick out and say, God, no, don't ask me why you've got a picture of me. So I don't know. Mm. Well, she wanted to put it on the top of it, because there's a thing, and you, you don't put, 
things on top of a person's portrait. You don't put shoes on writing, mm. it's an insult. Mm. All that. She didn't want to put it in the bottom of her suitcase. She to put, I said, put it in the bottom and put your clothes over it, for goodness sake, and turn it upside down if necessary. And in the end she did. And was I glad when we got through the customs. I said, so they just go out for us. Luckily they didn't open us up, and when we got into the car which Marika had sent for us, through the customs all right, mm. she nearly collapsed with relief. Yeah. Oh, 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 thank God. Oh, thank God I am safe. Oh, thank God I am safe with you. Mm. Thank God. Anyway, we the second time we went, then she went, she Is this after the, uh, the, the, the Nazi camp? 